Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Good afternoon, MK community. Hope you're well. Welcome back to another episode of The Life Pod. Today we have on Max Strategies, NFT and crypto Educator, creator, trader, whatever you want Expert. to call it. Expert, <laughs> does it all. Welcome on, Max. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. Again, usually when we have a guest on, we like to do just a brief rundown, sort of what you do, what got you into the space, sort of how that came about. Well, um, what came... Okay, so, so I come from a Forex uh, background. Um, so I was trading Forex. And um, one day I, you know, I kept hearing about crypto, crypto this, crypto that. And that was during the 2017 sort of peak uh, in, in the bull market. And it was right at the top of the peak. And I started noticing that a lot of my friends were actually buying into it. And I was looking at the charts and it was showing me uh, a sort of pattern where it was declining and, and it looked like it reached its top. Well, the rest is history because it dropped quite significantly and people were dollar cost averaging in. And I just started to notice that a lot of people did not understand how to read a chart. And so that kind of got me thinking about that kind of space. And, um, and I watched it very carefully. I didn't um, play into it just uh, right away. I waited for the markets to find its bottom, create this nice structure. And then we ended up uh, going into the markets and making quite a considerable amount of profits and so uh in that sort of time span uh, i've been posting on social media and i created a bit of a reputation for myself in regards to to taking these trades and i've when given, did that start um i think like when did you establish the whole social, social media, media platforms and stuff um i think it was sort of the peak of uh the bull market run uh start of 18 no, 19. no, last year actually oh, on that, social media because oh, okay. I kept it private before that. I didn't want to sort of share anything, or, you know, beforehand, but I just kept going up and up. And I noticed that, uh, you know, we were coming to a very, very crucial area. And I've and I started noticing that all these social media influencers were talking about, you know, that Bitcoin was going to go to three hundred thousand mm. dollars, and let's get into the market now. When Whereas found a niche. I found a niche and I noticed, hang on a second, you know, there's a lot of poor advice and out misconceptions. there. Misconceptions. Misconceptions <coughs> uh, and, and a lot of uh, people that are misleading uh, for the fact that the way the markets work is very interesting, right? So at a peak of a market, that is where people come into crypto. That is where you provide what's called the exit liquidity for smart money. So people who are, who are bought down the bottom, who, who could read the charts, bought at the bottom and now you are providing a little bit of that exit liquidity for them to exit the market. Mm -hmm. And that's what retail investors who don't know how to read a chart end up doing. So from that point forth, I decided to start educating people. And that just kind of just, you know, evolved and evolved and evolved from that point forth. And people started asking me, well, can you teach me what you know? And so now I've got, you know, uh, a course and, I, and I'm educating others. Uh, we're doing one-on-ones. I've got like a 10-week boot camp. That's and awesome. Yeah, pretty much teaching everything that, that they need to know if they're going to be an investor. 
so because there are different ways to actually trade in the markets. You've got you know your futures was, and spot. I was going to ask that like what type what type of ways are there to invest with this? Because you're saying that there's the whole there's the process of buying low, selling high. Mm. Is there the long term growth and hold? Is there buy and hold <laughs> options? Like yeah, that's okay. So that's where <laughs> you seem like you're not a fan of that one. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a fan of long term holds. Right. Yeah. I think it's bullshit. Uh, yeah. Because let's let's put it to you this way, right? And this is what I'm going to be blunt and honest with you about the crypto space and a lot of people don't talk so about this. So you're talking specifically about the crypto and NFT space. Correct. Well, NFT space, all right, we'll get into NFTs in just a moment. Yeah, we'll, right? get, we'll start off with crypto <laughs> so, first. So much going on. It's, what you're going to hear is going to probably, you know, give you a different perspective on this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's my goal. So essentially, when it comes to cryptocurrencies, many of the projects that we are talking about that's, you know, uh, traveling on social media and people are interested in investing in, a lot of these are kind of in an experimental phase. They're not a, you know, a final finished uh, polished product, right? So this whole concept of cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology is a very, very new one, okay? And so there are these many companies and organizations uh, are trying to develop rev- re- revolutionary type of products and services in the crypto space. And uh, one of the most interesting areas for me personally is the metaverse. I mainly just dabble in the, in the metaverse space. I used to dabble in DeFi projects and things like that, which mm-hmm. is decentralized finance. Uh, I find that to be very interesting. I can see uh, that actually uh, having a place in our society in the future. Take notes, people, if you're listening, take notes. <laughs> well, do you reckon that's going to be one of the first things? It's already c- happening. I know, I know it's already happening, but to become a part of like society. Look, um, with that being said, look what's happening with uh, with what's the situation in Russia, okay? Now- I was gonna I'll, ask you a few questions on that as well. Yeah, so what's happening in Russia is they've got all these sanctions, right? And they can bypass it through cryptocurrencies. Now, there is the uh, narrative that Bitcoin is the one that's going to uh, be the, the, the choice that Russia is gonna be purchasing. Mm-hmm. Well, you got stable coins, guys. Mm. Why, why do they need to buy Bitcoin? You yeah. can purchase stable coin. And if you didn't know, Russia has already got a company, Atomize, who they, uh, they, they're linked with, who provide commodity-backed stable coins. So they're probably using that instead of Bitcoin. Why do they need to buy Bitcoin? Maybe the citizens might buy Bitcoin because specu- they hear about it. Is it speculated that they're buying Bitcoin? or it's is speculated. It pre- oh, okay, it's all, it's all fucking speculation, yeah, mate. It is, yeah. This whole market, you're going to hear all these Bullshit different stories here, yeah. and narratives. And when I hear <clears> all these social media influencers talk, it's like, fuck. <laughs> Shut up. Like, what are you saying? You know, but it's just because it, it sounds good, yeah. right? And you're going to get viewers. Yeah. And psychologically, if I'm going to give you information that you're going to more be inclined to agree with, mm. you're going to have more of a positive sort of response to, yep. towards me. Where I've, whereas if I tell you to sell and get out of the markets, and, and which I did, yeah. if you went on my Twitter, yep. w- there was, it was at the peak of Bitcoin, right? 100%. Around 67,000 US or wherever it was, 60, 60 in the 60 USD range. <laughs> I told people to start selling. I thought that, you know, there's a, a lot of um, th- patterns on the charts that are showing that uh, prices might reverse from this point forth and you don't want to hold into that drawdown. Now, a lot of people, re- you know, kind of just brushed it off and, well, who's laughing now, mm. right? Not you. <laughs> Not me. So I got out of that market and now I'm waiting for the same sort of change in momentum on the charts to then signify that, hang on a sec, I'm going to go back into it. And look, Bitcoin right now is not influenced by Russia, in my opinion, 
at all, right? They might have people buying Bitcoin, but at the moment, it's institutions that are controlling these these uh, Bitcoin right now because that's major, majority of the money that's being held or the cryptocurrency, the uh, majority of the Bitcoins that's actually being held is by institutions, right? They're using that as, an, as a deflationary asset, right? Because right now, every single year, your dollar is going down in value by 7%. Because of inflation. Correct. Yeah. 7%? 7%. Wow. Which dollar is that, Australian? Or is it just US dollar in dollar. general? US yeah, dollar. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh, yeah. I'd read up that it's on averaging, it declines on average about 3% per year. Well, uh, so uh, that's statistics I've heard. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I've yeah. Heard, fuck, I heard 3%. I heard, I heard in Russia they actually, because I think this is what linking with what you're saying, they stopped, I don't know if it was the government, but they'd stopped like people being able to use Apple Pay and um, their banking details and stuff like that. Sure, no problems. But, uh, you know, there are other ways to purchase cryptocurrencies through a peer-to-peer network. Mm. That's where decentralization comes in, right? There is so many other networks that people don't actually know about. If I was to go deep into this, you would be confused, right? Oh, for sure. Right now, okay, here's, here's what I'll just, you know, simplify it for you. We are in an, er- in an era where you can create a lot of wealth in the crypto space because a lot of the stuff is like, uh, well, think of the dot-com boom, right? How many companies were there back then and how many have survived now? Not a lot. Yeah. We are in that, in that phase. Would, would you sort of just describe it as like still in infancy? Was that sort of the best way to put it? Absolutely. What, yeah, correct. Do, exactly. Is it also the fact that in terms of um, maybe not Bitcoin, but more NFT in the metaverse, that there's no governing bodies there as Guidelines well. Guidelines and regulations. No, it's sort of just like, cool. Is that another If you want to play, you can play. The way, <laughs> best way I want to put it is like, <laughs> fuck, I've lost a lot of money by scams too, man. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, See, like it's, yeah, yeah. it's the best of Smart both worlds. Like you either lose it because there's nothing there governing it mm. or you don't because you make money because there's nothing there governing it. It's like that period. I don't know if you ever got... I don't know if you played like when you play GTA Five. There's always these little glitches and stuff you could do at the start, or like just cheats. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's what I feel like it is at the moment. Is like because there's nothing there. It's like enforcing. a demo. It's like a demo of a game. Yeah, <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> nothing's one hundred percent set yeah. yet. No, and it's like where, where do we go from here? Look, um, I I would say that decentralization is going to have an aspect in society for sure, and yeah. it's not without its uh, pros and cons. Right mm-hmm. now. There are good people and there are bad people in the world. And it doesn't matter what system you have in place, even with the, the, the cash system, right? Still people washing $100 bills and, and using it in an incorrect manner. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is always going to be people like that. You can't combat that, all right? Yeah. Because there is corruption in the world. It is in our DNA as human beings. In okay? every investment. In everything, yeah. okay? It is the yin and yang, the balance of the world, the universe. That's what I truly believe Unfortunately, in. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it is. It is yeah. But without, no, without knowing the bad, you can't know what the good is neither too, Correct. right? Yep. So, you know, the whole universe is created and designed and, and fabricated in that way, right? You can't beat it. But what you can do is try to mitigate it, right? And that's what decentralization with, there are products that have centralized aspects to it. Like for example, cryptocurrency purchase on Binance. Well, that is a centralized network. They control uh, holding your cryptocurrencies. They have the keys to it. And so you probably hear that in in what is having keys and control over your crypto. Mm -hmm. Crypto is on the blockchain, right? Now, there, to access that cryptocurrency on the blockchain. Sorry to cut you off. Yep. Because it came up a heap when we put up that story. Yeah. And a big question, because obviously there's a lot of people that are new to this space. They said, yeah. what is like, how does blockchain work? Like, what is it? So if you have to, like, in yeah. layman's terms, how would you sort of very simply describe it before we go on? <laughs> well, I would describe it like, um, like a public sort of transparent 
wallet, right? Yep. And uh, and in this wallet, you are able to um, buy and sell cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin, right? But with each purchase, there is a um, it's written on ledger where that Bitcoin has gone and come back from. All right, so you can always track it down in some respects. There are ways to kind of uh, find a way to make it more private, okay? But you have to be tech savvy a little bit mm-hmm. and understand this a little bit in yep. more depth. But for the everyday person, they're not going to know that. Yep. So they're generally going to do, what they're going to do is go to their bank account, transfer some funds into their Binance or their CoinSpot or Coinbase wallet. Yep. Then from that, they're going to buy Bitcoin. Now that transaction is now linked to who they are and Binance and Coinbase and whatever know, knows exactly who you are. Their and ID. so th- your wallet's your wallet address is. is now linked to your ID. Okay, <coughs> so now they know exactly who you are. So any cryptocurrencies that come into your your, your crypto wallet mm-hmm. that you used as a, 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 well, you used to buy showing your ID, you, you, you provided KYC yep. verification, mm-hmm. then that becomes very transparent, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there are others who will create a cryptocurrency wallet uh, on a decentralized like platform. Like MetaMask type stuff? Well, MetaMask holds your crypto, but and I think I believe you can still buy it from there as well yes. too. Yep. Uh, but again, you you might need to p- provide your credit card or whatnot. So your credit card still ha- is a form yep. of ID yep. and uh, it can sort of be traced back to you, right? Yep. So there are other mechanisms and other ways to be able to buy in a sort of decentralized manner. You know, for example, if I gave you cash and I said, "Hey, man, transfer me some Bitcoin," mm. now, providing that you got that Bitcoin from another source where they didn't, you know, have purchased that Bitcoin from a centralized exchange, then it can be private and passed on. That might have confused a lot of people, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on board. No, that makes that, yeah. made, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So the blockchain is basically an, an online network. wallet where you can buy, sell, trade. And no, no, no. Sorry. It's not a wallet. It's it's uh okay, so let me <laughs> let me go back and take a step back, sorry. It's pretty much a uh, uh, a network, okay? Yep. And on that network, every time a transaction happens or so a, a new block is kind of minted, right? Yep. So, uh, it has all the data for for Bitcoin uh, the transaction of that Bitcoin on there, right? And as it creates these new blocks and connects these new blocks, uh, each time a Bitcoin is created, a new block is created, then whenever you make a transaction, it is imprinted on what's called the ledger and that ledger is public and everyone can see and view that. Pretty much it is just a form of, of, of uh, technology in terms of like um, tracking transactions. Uh, it's like a complex algorithm. Yep. Okay. okay? It's a complex algorithm um, and it is a particular type of code and that code uh, cannot be replicated and duplicated in any sort of way. So it provides uh, a mechanism where you know it can't be sort of hacked and you know that it, uh, it can't be duplicated, mm. right? And because you have that sort of system in place, then you're able to then say, okay, well, this is something that can't be duplicated and whatnot. Uh, there's, a scarce, there's a scarcity aspect to it. There's a limited amount um, to, to then, uh, uh, because, of that, because of that scarcity aspect of it, what they're basically saying is if I, like for example, what gives something value, right? Scarcity. Right, well, scarcity gives a value or diamonds and gold, for example, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rock, right? But you use, it's a utility behind it. So same as this, this is a, like a digital gold. There's utility behind it. Uh, people are going to use it because you can't duplicate it and whatnot. It's mm-hmm. a very complex algorithm. And from that point forth, when you do a transaction, you know that it's kind of like secure in, in that respect. And the more people use that system and that network, the more, popular it grows and becomes right it's interesting yeah it's a bit 
Complicated to explain. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if I stuffed up your train of thought, but you could continue wherever you left <laughs> off. If you remember where you were, uh, you asked the question he's, and then I cut it off. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But no, I think it was just more, I think we were just talking about the whole Russia thing. Yeah. So <coughs> in terms of Russia, right, they don't need to purchase Bitcoin to, um, to basically get into cryptocurrencies, right? You can purchase a stable coin. Yeah. Now, a stable coin can be backed against the US dollar, against the Australian dollar, against you know, whatever it is that you want to create it to be. Now, they do have a system in place where they, they have these commodity-backed stable coins where it's backed by gold, backed by cobalt, uh, backed by a whole bunch of different elements that they use that they actually mine from their own country. That's wow. interesting. That's huge. Yeah. Like, again, for the general public watching, how would you describe a stable coin? <laughs> <laughs> like just that. So pretty much if I, um, if I had, uh, you know, one virtual coin, yep. that virtual coin will then be backed by the US dollar. So if I went to go purchase that, that's that digital coin, whenever I go to sell it, whatever the US dollar is, it's pegged against that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the sort of return that I'll get from it as well. Uh-huh, okay, there you go. Mm. Do you want to touch on NFTs now? <laughs> no, there's there a few more questions that came through. Oh, on Bitcoin, yeah. We've we've got got a, we, had, we had a few questions. We had a few coming. questions. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this one is from Matt McDonald. Um, he said, the main difference between popular blockchains like Ethereum and Solana, like them sort versus of versus others. Yeah, mm, I, that's a pretty interesting one. They, um, I guess, look, Ethereum right now. Anyone that has used Ethereum, when you're trying to make a transaction on it, it can be very, very expensive. Mm. Uh, you have what's called gas fees, which are pretty much transaction fees, right? Yeah. Is it like a tax or not? It's not a tax. No, okay. no. It's uh, it's oh, it's. I guess it's like a very similar actually in some respects, but it's pretty much a fee that you're paying to trans to make a transfer, right? Because the way it works is if I was to give up my computing power, so I can actually go at home, connect my computer to a, um, a mining network <clears throat> and they can use my computer power to then process the transaction. Mm. And the more processing of the transactions that I do, the more that I get rewarded back. Mm. And so that reward is also uh, how, how it gets distributed is by basically these people paying these transaction fees. Yep. Well, I don't know if you've ever paid for anything with a direct debit company, but you know they charge like a very small fee for whatever it is. Yeah. It's exact same, exactly the same exact thing. Same as that. Yeah, exactly the same thing as that. But the issue with Ethereum is, is that when a lot of people are using the network, it can become very, very expensive. You can make a $100 transfer and end up paying $500 in gas fees. Shit. It defeats the fucking it's purpose, a, right? It's stupid. It's a big jump. Well, I'm not sure if uh, every um, like coin app is the same, but I use crypto.com and that's a 3.5% with each transaction. Um, again, that's a little bit different as well too, okay? okay? So for example, if you were to go on that website and you were to transfer me some Ethereum, yep. you still need to transfer for me through the Ethereum network. So you're still going to pay a network fee. Oh, it's so on top of, top of that as well. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Can I go back to <coughs> the blockchain? Um I'm assuming the blockchain is like a cloud-based thing where it goes up, right? But there's also that have to be physical computers. It's 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 it is physical computers. The whole network is alive on so a who, program. Who owns those physical computers? Where are they? Everyone, the whole world. You can't you can't shut it down. That's the thing. How are you sure you can't shut? You it can't down? shut it down at all. At all. Like where what is the they, base? Like, that's, I where think is that's the base? Like, where's where, the base of like this hundred computers where everywhere? Uh, look, I thought it was like one big nah. spot with like a million. There computers. has to nah. be a company nah. or something. This is what I'm trying to get my head around. There has to be a company or something that would have established those physical computers to have the ability to hold Start all this. that. Like understand everyone. No, you're thinking of it incorrectly. Okay. It's a software. 
right? So it's a very complex software, yeah. right? And that software can be run on any computer in the world. Okay. And as soon as you put that online and people are using it, you can't take it down unless you shut off all the computers at once. You can't put it, you can't get rid of it. It's always going to exist. Crazy. There's, there's like, there's just so many, av- like you ask one question and then you give an answer and then my brain goes, <laughs> no, like, how about this? And I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of the perspective of, of a crash. That's yeah. why. Uh, crash in, the, in the, yeah okay so if uh, for example we had a big massive solar flare and all the computers and shut all the, down shut down well, we're going to end up in the stone ages anyways whether your money is in bitcoin or whether your money is in the <clears> bank <throat> makes no difference you lose your money toy buy gold <laughs> <laughs> gold and silver <laughs> the, um, and there's a security issue right yeah, you got holding gold and silver right and what if something like that does happen look at what happened in russia do you think that you're going to hold gold strapped <laughs> around you. You're going to go to the border and they're going to stop you on the border and be like, oh yeah, what do you got there? Give me that. <laughs> Gone, yeah. Go, go through the border, but yeah. I'm taking all your gold. Exactly, yeah. But you hold the keys to your wallet and you have it in crypto. Yeah. You didn't have, it doesn't have to be Bitcoin, right? I wouldn't buy Bitcoin because it fluctuates too much, right? Mm. I'd buy a stable coin. That's more logical. So I'd buy a stable coin and I'll keep it in my hardware wallet Right, or I keep it keep it on a, a a cloud-based wallet, and I'll remember the password. And I'll go through the border. So this is not financial advice, but I have a question, yeah. which is not going to be financial advice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just so we're all safe. Um, again, if you had to give, you know, what are the coins, the stable coins you like to um, invest in? That's not financial advice. <laughs> well. That's probably the wrong question because a stable coin is doesn't go up in value, right? It just goes, it's it's pegged against either the US dollar. So if the US dollar is whatever it is, it's going to be that. That's why it, that's why you would use that. So if you were to buy Bitcoin, for example, that can go up or it can go down, yep. right? So you, if you purchase $1,000 worth and then tomorrow it drops 50%, well, it's your purchasing power is cut in half. It's, five, it's worth $500. Stable coin, <coughs> it's pegged against the US dollar, whatever the US dollar is. The US dollar. Obviously, if the dollar goes up, it goes up. If the dollar goes that's down, it. it goes down. And that's going to be marginal, right? Yeah, very small amounts. Very, very small amounts. So then how do you make large amounts of money with a stable coin? Or is it buying like you don't, multiple? You don't, no, you don't buy stable coins. So stable coins is just a mechanism that you use to then go purchase crypto. So you use the stable coins and then go buy Bitcoin and then go buy Ethereum and hey. then go buy whatever you want. How are you going? My brain, <laughs> my brain turned off. That makes no sense to me. I'm confused now. I'm actually... <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is what crypto is, okay? You've got your projects yep. like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, mm-hmm. Cardano, all that, all that sort of yep. stuff. Then you have stable coins. So what you do is, in order for you to buy Bitcoin, in order for you to buy Ethereum, you can trans- transfer your US dollar into a digital US dollar, which is your stable coin. Yes. There we go. There then we you go. use there your stable go. coin to then purchase your Bitcoin, We're back. purchase your Ethereum, <laughs> purchase your Solana. The, the computer rebooted, yeah. Yeah. Windows restarted. Back in the days, right, there was no stable coins. Yep. You had to purchase Bitcoin. And this is where the common misconception comes from. You had to purchase Bitcoin in order to purchase any other coin. So you would have like, say, had a hundred US dollars and then purchased straight the amount of what it was to Bitcoin Correct. rather than having the stable coin. Correct. Then. Yeah, yes. Right, cool. right, so then stable coins got introduced and it changed the whole ball game. Yeah, okay. it would have. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then <coughs> if you don't want to use stable coins, you yep. can just obviously put money into your app or whatever it is and then just buy the coin that you- So you can hold choice. it there if you want. And then it's like, all right, now I want to buy rather than having to, let's say you deposit a thousand dollars into a stable coin and then it's not you going a thousand straight to Bitcoin. It's you having it there. And if you want to buy Bitcoin, you can buy it. Is well, yeah. So you got your thousand dollars Australian, right? Yep. In, in your account. 
you still need to transfer it into a stable coin to then go buy it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. yeah, okay, cool. So I've got, for example, a, a certain amount on uh, on my hardware wallet. Yep. It's a stable coin, yep. right? It's just sitting there. It's earning me a little bit of interest as well too. Yeah. Then what I'm going to do is when the time is right, I'm going to put it into an exchange. Yeah. And I'm going to make my purchase. Yeah. I'll buy whatever I'm going to buy. Cool. Now, um, I want to do a bit of like a, <coughs> a segment. Wait, so one last question on that. Mm. So, because <laughs> I'm like, my brain's like farting so hard. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. So for again, for the everyday person, let's just say, cool, cool, I want to download Binance on my phone. They download it, make themselves an account. And let's just say, cool, I want to buy Cardano. Mm-hmm. Do they, they don't need to have a stable coin. They can just directly buy through. No, they need to, so, so you transfer your, from your bank account your to your AUD to uh, your fiat currency to the um, okay. exchange. Yep. Then inside the exchange, it gives you the option to change your fiat into a stable coin. Then you do that. And then you change it into a stable coin. Then you use the stable coin to then go purchase your Bitcoin. Well, that just goes to show you how like seamless the process is because I bought a heap of crypto and didn't even know that happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How did you buy it? (laughs) Uh, I'm probably getting scammed. It's all good. You could directly purchase it with your credit card, right? So you that's can probably how. That's probably, probably, yeah. I've definitely been doing that. Krim, your package has arrived. Please click the link. (laughs) Definitely been using my card. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. All right, All right you're done now. Can yeah. we continue? Yeah, yeah, right. continue. Let's go. So I want to do like a, a bit of a segment where um, just so if there are people out there that do disagree with the whole idea of investing into crypto. You can disagree all you want. Yeah, that's fine. But this, what I'm doing now is putting the argument out there yeah. and seeing what you have to say about the points that are, that are stated. Okay, go uh, for it. Yeah. So the first one is that... I'm not sure how true this is, but mm-hmm. technically cryptocurrency does not generate cash flow. It doesn't, does it? Can you can, like All right, explain So for an example, if you were to buy, if you were to buy $1,000 worth of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. right? You have to sell that Bitcoin to gain the value if you've gained some value. In yeah, terms it's an of, investment. Right, it's Absolutely. an investment. All right, yeah, correct. Yeah. So comparing it to a property, right? Yep. You buy a property for a million dollars. Yep. You have that property grow in equity, yep. and you're getting cash flow from the rent mm-hmm. from that property. So the argument here is, why put money into crypto when you can buy a property that generates cash flow and has equity growth as well? Okay, um, so that that requires a bit of um, you know knowledge on real estate. And uh, <laughs> actually, one of my one of my good mates is in real estate, and uh, I was chatting to him in regards to this. Um, he was saying that when you purchase like well, let's, just, let's just take a step back, actually. First and foremost, property is a different in type of investment. That's A. Okay. Correct. That, that's understandable, but it's like sort of the question is why? Well, let's put it to the, in this perspective. How much money do you need to go buy property? How much money do you need to invest in crypto? Mm. You can go buy a dollar's dollar, worth, yeah. right? Initial so capital is a lot higher. Initial capital is a lot higher. You, then you've got, you know, uh, the deflationary aspect of, the, the dollar, okay, that's the first thing. That's the other thing. Then you have the other aspect that you're going to have to pay, you know, the counts rates and everything like that every single year. So you say you buy a property, then you're paying all those cancel fees and everything like that. Then on top of everything else, you've got that deflationary aspect. And then, then you, you know, how much are you actually making profit though? How much are you actually clearing? Sure, over some period of time where you can turn, you know, 500,000 and make 300,000, but I can flip 500,000 and make $2 million. Mm. If I can turn $5,000 into 600,000, what can I do with 500,000? Do, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's capital costs as well as time i don't know enough about property to comment yeah, in regards to the returns of that yeah because there is definitely property investments out there that you could do one with low capital mm. 
right? The really, really good investors, like they <coughs> they know what they're doing. They're switched on. They actually yeah. don't even use their own money. Just get yeah. investors, you know. So there's are people out there that can do it like that. Go for it. But that's yeah. a whole different, that's a whole I other ball game. very though. simply what Max was saying is like, if you are going to do that, you'd want to ensure that the property or investment you're buying into is positively geared. So you actually are making Correct. a good margin. Yeah, because a yeah, lot of it's negative. So. Yeah, yeah. Negative that's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I would suggest looking into commercial property yeah, well, that's more positively geared. Industrial. Yeah. Industrial, yeah. yeah. So I would be looking at that in Australia. That is not in the United States. In the United States, I'm pretty confident that it's real estate property. It's a bit different over there. Um, but I don't know enough to comment about that. But simply put, I don't care. Invest whatever you want to invest in. The crypto mm. markets are going to be alive whether you invest in it or not. It doesn't need you. Yeah. Oscar Ledland, please respond. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so the second point is, again... Which you mentioned something before about how there's gold backing some cryptos. Because the next point was cryptocurrencies are not backed by tangible assets at all. Is that true as well? Um, well, at the end of the day, it's somewhat, can be somewhat true. Like yeah. for example, USDT, that's a stable coin. <clears throat> Essentially, they have, they're meant to have like a, a reserve, right? Of, uh, of, fiat currency sitting somewhere in like, you know, the Cayman Islands or wherever, wherever it, whatever it is. And that's what's holding the value of it. Um, whether that's to be true or not, I don't, I don't know. You know, that's the other thing. Wouldn't have a clue. So there's the whole tangible aspect of it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's but like it, you can't physically touch it. Well, let me quit that. Because I know, understand, I understand as well that value is based on- What's fiat currency? It's just paper, right? Yeah, but value is based on- a range of aspects. Correct. Like value, I could value this mug. This would hold more value to me yeah. than it would to you. Correct. Right? Yeah. So I understand that. Yeah. It doesn't need to be tangible, but I think a lot of people in terms of investing when they are putting money in, mm. the tangible is a big thing because they know it's but there. wouldn't you say like, when, let's just say you sell, let's say you buy some Bitcoin, it goes up, you, you sell, it makes some money. It's like, well, if you take that money out, well, then you've got a tangible you got a amount. tangible amount. It is tangible at the point of it being, because at that point, it's not crypto. It's, cash okay so it's the same thing with stocks and, and everything like that yeah it's not tangible neither no i know until I you sell that. it right yeah. so i'm just saying these points the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with the houses if you buy a house you yeah. don't you don't make money on the spot you've just lost there's the a house there because you can touch the house you can see the house it's tangible <laughs> yeah, house it's a tangible I, I, asset. yeah i know that i'm saying in terms of money directly if you're just talking about initial investment versus initial return that's what i'm saying even just money, obviously not the actual asset itself, just the monetary in terms of profit. Look, you need to start looking at this from a different perspective, okay? Cryptocurrencies, some of the projects, you need to be looking at the technology behind it, okay? Yeah. What are they doing in society? How are they going to contribute to uh, whatever products and services uh, that are available? And this is what we want. We want answers like that. Okay. Like, there's people out there that say like, oh, you know, that I'm asking these yeah. questions yeah. and they don't know that. They don't understand Yeah, they it. don't yeah. understand. So yeah. So you, you need to look at it from that perspective, right? And so cryptocurrencies provide a whole range of new products and services ranging from finance to uh, the way, the way even the government can can, can work, the way a business is 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 structured through and NFTs. DAOs. NFTs are showing that too at the moment, aren't they? So what is an NFT, right? Here's here's a, here's a misconception people have. They think it's this freaking JPEG, right? <laughs> we literally said it's this not art. <laughs> we literally had this conversation with um, Dylan as well. I have I have all these like so I go to functions and things like that, and I tell them that I'm a crypto educator. And like oh NFTs, you into oh, NFTs? You sell photos, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like listen here, buddy, <laughs> listen. Here. <laughs> Listen one, here, buddy. Number one, if you do not want to 
take into take in, take on board what I'm going to say. That's your loss. Yeah. Okay, you're going to stay ignorant and stay in the dark. No problems. Yeah. What is an NFT? It is a smart contract. Okay. Yeah. Behind it, for example, let's just say, right? Utility. I get a mobile phone contract. Okay. I have to go into the store. I got to sign paperwork. I got to do all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. Now imagine a decentralized system where then uh, I, I buy an NFT. That NFT is in my crypto wallet. I show that and say that's in my wallet. Right. And uh, plus, that's actually an NFT as well. It's augmented reality. I saw that video you posted. Yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, like a whole NFT. museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show the camera your... Oh, can you see it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So I can take a photo in augmented reality. But um, yeah, so I have that I have that NFT in my wallet. Sorry, and that gives guys, me you can't screenshot it. this. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, or if I buy a car, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of going to Vic Roads, imagine being able to then be like, hey, man, send me that... Send me, that NFT represents your car. The code of that has got the VIN number and everything like yep. that. That That is on a government system. Done. Okay. Send that to me. I'm now the owner. Yep. Now, when that, when that gets sent to me, I have to pay a fee, a transaction fee. That's your government fee. That's everything done in a click like that. Imagine not having to wait like three hours. Exactly. Fuck, Who's been sick. a big road and sat there and been like, <laughs> God. <laughs> you, you got some it. ethnic person screaming at that guy. doesn't understand this and that. <laughs> That's me. No, I said, <laughs> "Oh, just give me back my license." <laughs> oh, oh my shit! It, it, it's it makes a very seamless system. It makes it very very easy. It's okay. almost like automation streamlining. It's, it's exactly. Just- We're moving to the digital realm, yeah. whether you like it or not. It's happening. Your kids are going to be involved in it. Yeah. Yep. You don't have to accept it. Yeah. This is a generational move. Now, you can be at the forefront of it and take advantage of all the products and services that are going to come out that can generate you so much money. Look at you guys. You're doing podcasts. Was podcasts a thing 15, 20 years no, ago? No, nah, not at all. But I think even if we take a step back and look at like the bigger picture, people underestimate where things are at now. Like again, again, let's say go 15 years ago. If you want to go to sign up to a gym, you have to go in and write your name down. Now you can just go on your phone. Cool, I like this gym. Yep. Cool, how much is membership? Here's my credit card. Boom, now I'm That's signed it. up. Exactly. They don't understand that it's the same concept. It's the same concept. But people just get weirded out by the word cryptos and like smart Or contracts. metaverse. <coughs> oh, what's this metaverse thing? Listen, See, that's you're already living yeah. in a metaverse yeah, right now. Technically. You really are. Well, what's this camera? Okay. You're using this phone. You carry this everywhere you go. So now all of a sudden they're going to provide a product and, and a chip to your brain. What's the difference? At least I can put this away and have it in my, in my head. That's the future. Whether you like it or not, that is the future, right? So what they're doing, the next step for uh, us going into a more digital realm is Apple introducing the AR technology on their glasses, okay? That's why I'm investing in VV NFTs because they're augmented reality NFTs with the purpose and, and and the mindset behind of their creation was for augmented reality, right? They're really, really big on augmented reality. They had an AMA recently and they were like, one of the speakers there said that, one of the biggest things that for a VV NFTs is augmented reality. And we know that that's going to be the future. And like- What ima- would hold that? What would hold that? Well, you just, you got your Apple glasses and you connect, you download the app on, on the glasses. And so therefore you can access it everywhere. So imagine like you, I came into this office here and I had the same app on my phone, on, on my glasses, sorry. Right. And I've walked in and you had a VV NFT standing right there. Just the I could be able to, I could see it. Superman woman. Yeah. <laughs> I could disable Superwoman. it if I wanted to, but then I could activate it and be like, oh yeah, well there's Superwoman right over there. Right. So would that be then? <laughs> would that be then stored on the glasses, or would that be stored on like a blockchain type thing as well? Yeah, it, it'd be oh, pretty much. It's everything's going to be on a network. On a network. Yeah. Yeah. Or and would the glasses be connected to the blockchain? Do you think? Well, if we don't know yet. <laughs> so VV NFTs, I don't think are built on the blockchain. Right. Okay. They're, they're they're currently built within the, their app. Have you seen his museum? 
Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's I've huge. I've spent a lot on it. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, I've spent a bit on walking it. Walking in and like yeah, like stat not statues, but like it's like an art gallery. Yeah, bro. it's yeah. crazy. Don't worry so. about going to the one you know in the city with the yellow flowers. That everyone's playing. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Go see Max. <laughs> uh, um. But there are some NFTs, yes, that are built on the blockchain and you're going to be able to access it by having your wallet connected to into the glasses and, you know, you're signed into it and, you know, everywhere you go, you're connected, right? That's crazy. Yeah. One, all right, so one more point. Um, that's... Oh, that's just a standard one. They're not predictable. Yeah, they're the same with stocks. Um, they're prone to hoarding. So, like, they're not transferred on a regular basis as other investment... He already said that he's not a believer in like holding for long term. So yeah. like that. I'm personally not, but there are people who who are hodlers, and that's great for me as an investor. That's good. <laughs> yeah, hold, be a hodler, <laughs> increase the value of it. That's what I want to see. It's right? Great. When Bitcoin goes up, that's because people are holding Bitcoin. It's easy for you to sell and flip. Correct. So when 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 the whole crypto market goes up, it's because of Bitcoin. That's why I chart Bitcoin in one, on my YouTube channel. It's just I only. Talk about Bitcoin mainly. Why? Because when Bitcoin goes up, everything else then everything follow. else goes is going to follow. So then I look at altcoins after Bitcoin. So once Bitcoin has gone up, then we start going into altcoins. And then, you know, I'll post videos, look into this coin, look into that coin. This is a great coin because I spent 60 hours researching. And here's another thing I would really, really want to get this point across. Mm-hmm. If you're going to invest in crypto, you better do your due diligence because yeah. you will lose your money if you don't. Don't think for your, for one second that because you watch Joe Blow on YouTube, Alex Speck told you to buy this and Alex Speck told me to buy that, that you're going to make money. Be very, very cautious and weary. Some of these projects I've gone into and asked questions on their Discord and their Twitter and they weren't able to answer it for me. Yeah. yeah. You jump on Twitter, Twitter's the best place, right? You go on Twitter, they have AMAs. So they're, they're live you know, talks and you can press and, and request to be a speaker. Yeah. I requested a f- to be a speaker on a number, number of projects that I've gone into and I've asked the questions. And the responses that I got, I was shocked. Yeah. And as an investor, I thought, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not going to buy into this project, For right? Sure. You need a roadmap. So I created a video recently about what to ask and what to look out for. I've created a new series on my YouTube channel because I want to educate people. I don't want people to lose money. Yeah. 95% of these projects are going to be absolute rubbish yep. in this future, right? Yep. But with that being said, you can still make money on them. For sure. That's the thing. And that's where chart analysis comes into play yeah. and fundamental that's analysis. That's what Dylan was saying. He was like, Who's the founder? Who's managing it? Where's the roadmap? Who's involved? What utilities? What value Correct. is it providing? It's yeah. like if they can't answer these questions, or they can't tell you who's running the project, they're probably full of shit. Exactly. Stay the hell away from it, yeah. right? Don't buy into the hype on social media because mm. if you do that, you're going to get wrecked. Mm. Right? It's funny because I'm on wrecked. Facebook. Yeah, I'm on, I'm <laughs> That's on the Facebook. That they use. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Facebook nowadays and you're seeing like, oh, um, Cristiano Ronaldo and Gary Vee bought Hype Monkey. Here's link to purchase. Pump and dump. Yeah. Okay. It's Remember fun. this, yeah? Pump and dump. <laughs> Please understand that these influencers know that you're going to buy because you're, you're buying into them. That's yeah. who you're buying. You're not buying into the NFT. Not at all. Yeah. You're buying into them. You're buying into the hype. So if you're ready. So not what are your thoughts on sentimental oh. uh, purchases? Because that yeah. was brought up with Dylan. Because Sentimental like, analysis. Yeah. Like my VV NFTs. Yeah. I don't want to ever sell them. Yeah. So, I, so they're like, sentimental to you. They are. Yeah. They really are. I've I spent a lot, but look. With that being said, when it comes to trading, you can't be emotional. You've got that's to. You've got to be a road. You've got to be a business in general. It's a. You've got to be a road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, if you have a house that you lived in ten years, but it's gone to a point where you you make good money, you sell it. Just don't be emotional. You know, just don't be emotional. Can't be. Can't be. Don't, don't think, just do. <laughs> exactly. I love that motto by Nike. It's, yeah. it's 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 very very true. 
But again, if you're if you're not already following Max on all platforms, please get on there because he's educating people with the right things to exactly. do. How to not get scammed and get wrecked. So please do that. But you quickly touch on Twitter. Mm. And I want to touch on Discord real quickly. Yeah. How are you, again, it's a weird platform. It's yeah. relatively new. Yeah. Oh, Discord. 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 How would you explain what it is? Is it just like, a, would you say it's a platform for people to just join crypto and NFT groups to learn about that particular coin? Or like, ha- how would you describe it? Well, Discord was created by gaming nerds, really, right? And I'm one of them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I used, I've been using Discord for, for quite a long, a long time, number of years. Now it's starting to be a fantastic place to connect with people, ask the right questions, uh, and see how transparent a project is. Yep. It's very, very important. Now, you can get in touch with the developers of the project by going onto their Discord groups, which is something I highly recommend. I recommend Twitter. I recommend Discord. And that's where you do a lot of your due diligence, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I verify what they say. And 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 then I go on on the internet and I search and I find out- Is what they're saying true. Exactly. Right? And if if, say, for example, right- there are, there's a few projects that the scams are so elaborate in advance, they'll have fake LinkedIn people and everything like that. Fuck. When you go in, you click into it and you see their engagement, it's all by bots yeah. or they've got zero engagement. Mm. Or if you jump on their Twitter, there's 100,000 likes, but then you go in the comments and it's all robots. Mm-hmm. Got to be very, very careful. And when I'm saying due diligence, I mean due, due diligence. diligence. Look right? out for these red flags. Look out at these red flags, exactly. Because if you don't and you're complacent, your hard-earned money is going to go down the toilet, yeah. right? It's very, very easy to, to lose money here. This is, this is very new. Now, it will become more refined, but when that day happens, you're not going to make money, mm. right? It's going to be like the normal stocks. You know, the percentage yeah. gains, it's not going to be as volatile. Volatility is a trader's dream. We love it. It's mm. the best. And you know those hypes? I buy into those hypes and I make sure that I quickly sell before everyone else does. Yeah. That's one of my tactics. Wow. Buy the rumor, sell the news. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. I like that. I learned this. I heard this uh, quote the other day. You, I want to see if you reckon it, it sort of applies to the crypto space as well. Yeah. Volume is vanity, profit is sanity. <laughs> volume is, sorry, repeat that so again. Volume is vanity, yeah. profit is sanity. Okay. So it's yeah. like- I don't get it though. I don't get it. Yeah. Or maybe it doesn't apply to this space, but for an example, it's like in, in like a business sense, people are like, yeah, bro, I'm turning over $2 million. Okay. Ah. But what's your profit? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can have a million dollar business, but if you're only pocketing five grand, what the hell is the bloody point, exactly, right? You're yeah. putting all that effort in. Yeah, yeah I understand. How that. would that work with um with crypto? With crypto. That's what I was asking. Like, is there a point of just like, you know, buying all these random things? You there know, is. Like, yeah, small point, small is like again, this isn't financial advice, but is it better to or do you recommend buying, you know, little bits of multiple coins or like chuck a large sum of money into like one or two coins? Like Let that. me ask this question though. Do you, hey, do you know how to read a chart? No. no? Don't invest in crypto. Don't invest in anything. Unless you know how to read a chart. Right? Unless you know how to read a chart or you know fundamental analysis to a T. If you don't know any of those things- Does a pie chart count? <laughs> <laughs> I can read a Venn diagram. <laughs> and, and, any and, bar graphs? <laughs> and a lot of people are going to get pissed off by that, right? Yeah. Okay. They're not, they're, as straight up as it but is. But you're doing it for their You're benefits, doing it, so. yeah. You're, you're, you're because doing them statistically speaking- you know, you're going to lose, right? So if you got that DCA mentality and you're holding long-term, sure, take that risk, you know, that's a risk in itself by holding long-term in a project that is experimental. Yeah. Don't tell me that these projects are not experimental. Each mm. and every single one of them are. Even Bitcoin is, yeah. okay? It's not, it's not 100% refined, okay? Yeah. We still don't know what to do with Bitcoin in our society. We yeah. don't know how to integrate it properly. There's regulations, there's government issues, yeah. right? So don't tell me that crypto is is 
refined. It's not. But do not ignore the space because if you do, you're missing out on a world of opportunities because there are people that are making life-changing wealth. We've said this before. It's like we're, we're at the time now of like Google just coming in. We are. And, and people then would have said, yeah. look at the fuck is this Google? Exactly. Google? What is Google? Google? It's going to be nothing. I'm going to make a prediction here, okay? <coughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to predict in the next 10 years without you even realizing it, you're going to be using cryptocurrencies, yeah. whether, you, whether you realize it or not, and you're going to be using NFTs, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. It's just going to be in a very streamlined manner mm-hmm. and you're not going to even know the difference between it. We're going, to look, we're going to look back in this at, oh, what's today's date? The 4th of March, 2032. I'm like, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I told you <laughs> so. <laughs> Should have listened. Um, yeah, fuck, that was, was crazy. One last thing I wanted to yeah, ask. Go for it. Is there, what sort of, say green flags, yeah. it w- would you say there is to what makes a good utility slash project when looking into a coin? Yeah, so uh, it's <clears throat> it's resolving or providing a service that is in demand, okay? That's what I look for, okay? Because what, what trading essentially is, is that you're looking at a chart and you're trying to find the demand of something. Now, the demand is going to be there if it's providing a, a, a utility. So if in, the, in the respect of, of Ethereum, right, they're doing a lot in the crypto space. So they're this, this, this organization where you can have these digital coins, you can trade these digital coins, you can buy your NFTs, you can have finance products built on it, you can build metaverse projects on it, you can do so many things on this on this network, right? Mm. It's providing a lot of utility and many projects have built their businesses on it. And those businesses are providing solutions into a whole range of different things, right? And problems that we're facing as 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 humanity. Yep. Right. And so I look at projects that are doing big things in that sort of regards. Like Cardano, it cops a lot of shit. It's a very, very slow project. It's a it's got a very, very long term outlook you know, perspective, that is probably the only one that long-term I'm invested in. Okay. But I don't have, you know, 80% of my portfolio in Cardano. Of course. Yeah. I'll have something less than 5% and no more than that. It's high risk doing long-term, right? Yeah. But I've just got that there, just staking, earning a bit of interest. And it's just for me personally, it's a little bit of like, well, let's try this huddle thing out. Yeah. But I I get more of my returns by going in and getting out, going Going in and getting out. out. Yeah. Right. Because the charts tell you it's time to get in. Momentum is going up. Mm. Okay, we've got to break a structure. Momentum's going down. Mm. All these indicators are pointing downwards. Get the hell out. Yep. And that's it. And that's what I'm trying to, to, to target. Could you say the cycles are similar to what like a property cycle would be? Because we've got cycles as well in, mm. in the property industry where you can actually see through prices that it's going on an incline and then it's going to crash or it's going to peak and crash. It's a very good question that you asked because here's my theory on Bitcoin. Bitcoin provided uh, every four years an opportunity to create a significant amount of wealth. It did that, I think, like three or four times, right? Now it's at a place where it's more institutions that are involved in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin is quite a lot of money. Back in the days, you can buy one Bitcoin for a couple of dollars. You see the guy about the, the one that- The pizza? The pizza? Yeah. That was fucking ridiculous. You would have been burning- <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, continue. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's it's crazy. exactly what it is. Yeah. So what it did was that was its full experimental phase. Now 
institutions look at it as a little bit of a safer option. It's it's at Correct. a point where they're saying, okay, well, we can actually invest in this now, this is, right? Because yeah. we can see a pattern. We have some data now to suggest that this is something that is worth for us getting into. Mm -hmm. And yeah. again, their portfolios, they're trillions of dollars in this and billions of dollars in that. And their portfolio is a very small margin that it's Bitcoin. Yeah. Right? It's not like it's 50% Bitcoin. Nah, Unless you're Michael strategies, <laughs> micro strategies, you know, that, that's a whole nother, that they're a whole nother uh, ball game, but small portion is in Bitcoin, but that amount that it increases by every single year is something that you cannot ignore, mm -hmm. right? It's making a lot of people wealth, making a lot of people money, but you pay attention to Bitcoin when Bitcoin's going up, your altcoins are going to go up. Bitcoin goes up 20, 30%. Your altcoins can go up to two, three, four, five X, 10 X. Yeah. It really can, but there's a lot of things to take into consideration and it's not, that easy. Yeah. Okay. So do, you need do, a strategy. Do, 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 do diligence. I, my do, God. Yeah, do, 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 I always do that. Oh my God. <laughs> I always do that. Do your. You know what's going on there. That's a good song. <laughs> uh, so guys, do your due diligence. That's right. So and hence contact Max on Instagram. He does do courses and educate people. But again, if you're looking to get into the space, would highly recommend if you're Discord, looking at getting into the coins space. you're looking at buying, Discord, get into their groups, ask yeah. questions, Twitter, follow Max on Instagram. At Max underscore strategies. Uh, follow. We'll, we'll put it in. Um, subscribe to, he's got heaps of free content. If you want to get into it, look him up. Don't hesitate. Uh, that wraps up another episode of the Life Pod. Thank you so much for providing so much value and Thanks, knowledge Max. and education to us and the audience. So thank you so much and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you, Max. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks, bye. Hopefully it wasn't confusing. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was all good. Bye. <laughs> Thanks.